Greetings. How are you? I'm listening. Great to meet you. Ah, I've been expecting you. For the good. You come get the voodoo. Hey, Darren. And you are... Light be with you. You come to consult the spirits? Welcome to Orgrimmar. Have you come to serve the Horde? to control all wow the podcast for those of us who love world of warcraft and love making many alts today is sunday april 25th 2021 and this is episode 705 entitled welcome daisy i'm aprilian your host and with me are my two awesome co-hosts hey constructs how are you doing today I'm feeling fantastic. I got my Daisy, and uh, yeah, I haven't trained her yet, though. Mm-hmm. I, I, I was busy with other pets I needed right away. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, uh, I'm, not, I'm holding off on training her just yet. Yes. And Grand Negus, how are you doing? I reclaimed Daisy as well, so mm-hmm. she's part of my pet, pet stable as well. I haven't trained her yet either, as I haven't done much, if not anything, on retail lately, as you well know. So, yeah, but, uh, yeah, so there she, is... And, and we want to just say shout out to everyone who donated to Doctors Without Borders, who helped... Yeah, def- definitely. ...possible. And shout out to um, Blizzard for doing such a, uh, a yeah. nice charity event so just to reiterate if you donated to the page on blizzard it enabled um people to get daisy and what is daisy daisy is a sloth sloth. you can type slash beckon to her and she'll climb on your back you can walk around with her And I checked every day the last couple of days what the the amount was at. And on April 22nd, we capped a million and eight hundred dollars over eight hundred five or something. Mm-hmm. And then after that, they closed the uh, the um, event. They closed it. Yes. So you can't donate the, anymore. But you, you can't donate to that. Charity drive. You can still donate Doctors Without Borders, mm. but you no longer need to contribute to Daisy's um, uh, mm. uh, fundraiser event mm. gotcha. because they've reached their goal. Right. Yeah, but I still don't understand why they why they closed it because anyway, I'm sure I they had okay. a reason. Understanding is not required, as Dylan says. Yes. Only obedience. <laughs> Dylan, yes. Mm-hmm. From yeah. Babylon 5, right? Co- right. Correct, from exactly. Babylon 5. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Mara Furlong sadly left us a couple of months ago. Oh, yeah. 
Yeah. That it's sad, it's sad when your heroes depart, isn't it? It is. Mm-hmm. There's so so many of the of the uh, cast have died on that sh- of that show. It's yes. insane. Yeah, it's absolutely insane. But I think yeah. we lost Bruce Boxleitner a few years back, haven't we? Mm. And, and is is he dead too? I didn't know that. I think uh, two years ago, I was watching a show, and that was like his last movie. Hmm, okay. So that was like a while I back. Didn't, I didn't know that. You know, it's funny. But yeah, I, I know watch that a lot of murder she wrote in um, Rene Aubergenois. Rene Aubergenois, yeah. Yes, oh, yes. He's on several of them. And yeah. Odo, yep. Odo, yeah. Yeah, Odo. He is fantastic always. Yeah. <sighs> he did uh, the, the Pelican Brief with uh, Julia Roberts. Mm-hmm. He was the, he was a bad guy in that one. <laughs> I thought, how can you cast him as a bad guy? He's a good guy. Oh, well, no, oh, but yeah, you had we had first Nog die, and then yeah. Odo just shortly after. So yeah, yeah. So um, just to reiterate, in order to get Daisy, you do have to go to the website, right? With your kids. yes, you have to go to the store. Yes. You have to go to the store, and it, there's a claim-free button. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You have to claim on it, and then it it's tied to your account. Well, same with with bananas as well. Basically, the same procedure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, so if you don't do it, you won't get either of them. You have to go and claim them separately. Right. On so. each Battle.net account. For those of us that have... More than one, unfortunately. Yeah, you have to log in to your to your account through the. I think you have to go through the the app. Yes. 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 And yeah, and then click on store, and then click on claim free. Exactly. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Right. Yeah. So, so that oh we have this week we have uh, the world quest bonus event mm-hmm. um, still going on until Tuesday or until reset. Yes. Then we have time walking, Wrath uh, of the Lich King taking its place. Mm-hmm. Right. And and we have. Uh, PvP Brawl Deep Six, yeah. And then on Wednesday, are, are people really doing the uh, the, tw- the twenty-five man Ulduar and time walking? Thirty man Ulduar. Are people really doing that? Uh, that seems like an insane <laughs> uh, amount of work to get because that done. We, like, because at that level, it was a big. It was a big multi multi night dungeon. That was just you couldn't do that in one day. Well, Ulduar you can clear pretty fast. You can skip so many bosses in there. The one you have to do is you have to do uh, the uh, the first boss to get yeah. through the gates. The tank thingy. Yeah, then you have to do XT to get to the portal. That's two. Okay. 
then you theoretically can avoid Oriaya, the, the cat lady. You can theoretically avoid her. Yeah, but even even the even the no, thing, no, wait. the flame Leviathan of the first, there's four towers to knock down. Because if you don't knock them down, that is a hard fight. It's still just one one boss fight, regardless of how you do it. And again, if you if you don't do Oriaya, you can uh, basically you just need to take care of the of the keepers. That's four more, that's six, and then the general and York. That's eight I don't know. Boss, that's eight <laughs> bosses you have to to do I, to get I just it. remember going into Old War at level yeah. and wiping at infinitum on uh, Flame Leviathan because yeah. nobody and, nobody could agree on the tactic. Yeah, mm-hmm. and you have to do uh, um Corazon, sorry. No, what's his face? The, the bridge guy. Um, oh, the, the disarmed... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Him. You have to oh, do him too. Yeah, so yeah, that's yeah. nine. Oh, uh, so you can goodness. you can skip the two side bosses. Yeah. You can keep, uh, you can skip Oriaya and you can skip the uh, the dwarves and the, the, the Iron Council, that's not, that's called something different. Mm-hmm. And you can skip uh, Starry Guy. So you can skip four. Algalon. Algalon, four, five, six, seven. You can skip seven bosses. Yeah. So. If you do the, um, the, uh, the pet pet achievement. They thankfully put Algalon outside the dungeon for the Star Bunny. But that's so you don't have pet fight. you don't have to go in into the uh, yeah the dungeon to fight Algalon. Thank God. Yeah, but he's just a tamer out there, obviously. Yes. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Um, Ultua is still my absolute favorite raid, and I really look forward to people in my guild, with my classic guild, we're talking about are we going to see classic Lich, Lich King eventually? Yeah. Eventually, yes. Um, I said, sure. My my, I'm of the opinion that since Wrath is as uh, beloved an expansion as it is, they would be completely stupid not to do it. Right. Um, so, uh, yeah, and after, and that's the last of the three classic expansions that we had. After that, we got Cataclysm, and the world changes changed, and the classic uh, way that. Uh, it didn't. It wasn't classic anymore. So you had a, that, achievements become account bounding in uh, Cataclysm. I think. I don't think that it, it was that early, and but uh, yeah, yeah. So hmm. 
again, I don't know. I I just know that were I a person with anything, uh, any any power in in in, in Blizzard, I would definitely uh, go along with um, with making Wrath of the Lich King classic. So, yeah, and then we have, as I said earlier, the last part for this week is Volunteer God Day on Wednesday. Oh, yeah, where you get to be a god. You, you, salute, you salute either in Orgrimmar or Stormwind, and then you get mm-hmm. to fight invaders, depending on how long you stay in the guard costume. And if you survive the 50, you get like a little honorary title or something. But you have you have to take on fifty guards. I've done it, and it's like it's a long it's a long grind. Like at at level forty, to become a little tougher. So you have to um, you have to have potions and bandages with you and food because you only have a short amount of time between the fights to heal up. Oh wow! Yeah. So at some at some point at some point, the longer you stay in guard duty, the, the more fights you have to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's I interesting. Never, I mean, you, you you want to do it once just to say you've done it. Right. And for the title. Titles are cool. Yeah. Yeah, I never did it, and I never really cared about it. But again, to each their own. So. Right. Oh, yeah. What I care about, though, <laughs> is uh, a picture I saw a couple of days ago and mm. an announcement from Blizzard through a blue post where I was, oh my God, oh my God, it's happening. So uh, yeah, what I'm talking about is uh, the next World of Warcraft book. Oh, cool. It's called World of Warcraft, Sylvanas. I put uh, a screenshot of the, I'm not sure if it's the, uh, or the final uh, art, cover art, or if it's a placeholder, I would assume, according to the um, comments that people made, that it's going to be nearly uh, the final one. I can see why. It's like a, a, um, a card, a... a What's it called? Like uh, playing cards from a deck of cards? Playing cards, yeah. Mm. Playing card where you have the top and bottom be like uh, mirrors uh, opposite. The top one is the Sylvanas that we know. Right. In the, in the, uh, in her gear that she wore um until um Shadowlands, so the one with uh with the red, the one basically that we have as a statue, the red and the brown waist leather stuff, and then the the bottom one is a um uh, version of her being the Ranger General, being alive, so to speak, mm. without uh, in like light blue 
blonde hair and uh, her green, uh, uh, the green gem that she has as well on her, on her normal um, outfit. So, and then you have the quivers, one one with the skeleton and one without, obviously. And uh, it's written by Chris. The book is by Christy Golden. And the audio book. Oh yeah, mm, mm, yeah, yeah. Mm. It, it, it's narrated by Patty Madsen. Yeah. So I finally get my wish. Wow. It was like, yeah. I mean, obviously, um, I I would really not have known what I would have done had had they not uh, done it, had they not contracted her to do it. Right. Because who else would it be? Now, when they originally... The first uh, actor, voice actor that narrated a book was uh, Before the Storm with right. uh, Josh Keaton, the voice of Anduin. Mm-hmm. And then um, uh, I can't remember how to pronounce her name, but uh, the, the last book, um was was narrated by by uh Queen Talanchi right by, by by her voice actress so they've apparently uh you can almost say they made it a habit to to have uh voice actors narrate their books now mm. um, I mean that obviously it, it 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 fits mm-hmm. uh, since Anduin was was a, a prominent uh, part of of Before the Storm and Talanji was the same um, in what is it called the book. <sighs> Shadows Rising. Right. Oh, yeah. Shadows Rising. So, yeah. Um, it's a book that it's well written, but the story, in my opinion, as isn't as impactful as the one from um, Before the Storm. in my opinion, because they both deal with the in-betweens, meaning the things that happen between expansions. Right. And everything that leads up to the respective next expansion. So with the explanation that happens in Before the Storm, how... Sylvanas 
came to the point where it started that she uh, marched on Teldrassil and all the background, all that stuff with how we eventually ended up with um, Kalia Menethil being dead or undead now, all that is in the book. Because had you not read the book, you wouldn't know, oops, why is this Kalia Menethil? And you you go to the priest or the hall, and you see her as a human, life, human being, and you don't know why she all of a sudden this this uh, white thing that almost looks like ivory, right? And uh, so all that explain explanatory lore is in that book. And it's way more impactful because, in my opinion at least, Sylvanas is that much more of a... a um, and and the, the events that happen as a result of the things that happened in the book are much more impactful, like the burning of Telgrasil, like the destruction of the Undercity. Right. And everything that results from that, like like uh, Tyrande going off on the tangent and, and uh, uh, throughout uh, the expansion that is uh, Battle for Azeroth is furious about getting revenge um, for for that fact, uh, for that, uh, in her eyes, atrocity, in my eyes, I'm not going to go into that anyway. Um, <laughs> so, so yeah, and and with, with the other book, with Shadows Rising, it's basically a, a subplot, a conspiracy of sorts, that is, I don't know, it's, it's important in the way that it's being prevented from happening. Something is being prevented from happening. So it's not, there are no consequences other than the consequences that come up from the prevention of it. And we see the outcome, in, or we saw the outcome in the pre-patch where Tyrande caught up with, with Nathanos at, at Mary's stead and, and, uh, and dealt with him. That's basically the conclusion of the book that happened in-game. So there was nothing really substantial that, that that we could take into um, into the game. Well, okay, if you if you see that, not not even the fact that that she, if I remember correctly, 
not even the fact that, that Sylvanas um, broke the ceiling, so to speak, of Ice Crown uh, was, was uh, directly led to happen, wasn't, wasn't hinted at, wasn't, wasn't prepared for. So, yeah. So those are, for me, the two distinct differences between the books. And that's why they could put a little more emphasis on now Queen Tolanji and right. have, have Susan, Susan. I think her first name is Susan, uh, read the book. So, and I must say, as much as my initial impression of the audio book was, um, wasn't as favorable as, as uh, that of other uh, narrators, it drastically changed in the second chapter. She really did an awesome job. So if, if, if people think that according to the, if you go to most people uh, or many people go to, to, um, to Audible now to listen to the, the, uh, the bit you can get there, like the four or five minute uh, teaser or whatever you call them. That part isn't really what I expected them. I expected, and this is where I, and I'm, I'm, I'm going a little long on this, but, but I think I have to, to, or I want to get my opinion out on it. And I would like to see other people maybe writing in an email and, and, and uh, letting us know what they think about what makes a good audio book for them, not necessarily what, what they think about audio book versus, versus um, um, normal book and the audio, the, the voiceover stuff, what, what people think about the audio work in the game. For me, when you have a reference, a reference for how something should be or has to be pronounced, then that's that's reference. That's how what, what you go by. But if they go off the beaten path, so to speak, and give a totally different pronunciation of a name. If you have like. Uh, uh, I, I just can't come up with 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 a with a uh, uh, with an example uh, at the moment, but still, um, it's it's something where where you have the game 
as the president, and then you have a voice actor a, or, or a narrator using a totally different pronunciation. I hate that. Because it takes me out of the immersion right, exactly. right. of the story. And the people that are the voice directors should know better. And at least Blizzard with a big, as, as the big company that they are, should send someone to the recording session, if it's not done in their place, where they say, stop, this is not, this is not the way it's supposed to be pronounced. This, this, the other one. Right. Like, like some shows have a continuity um, person. There should be a pronunciation person. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's, it's so, It's so, yeah, it's not, I don't know, it it bugs me to no end that that, that a company like Blizzard lets that slip time and time again on so many small things Mm. where you have to, like, for instance, uh, there was one case, I can't remember, where where they had throw. And then one that said thrall. That, 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 that's probably someone where, where you have a British person and an American person right. doing the narration. But still, if you are an actor, it should be in your line of work to do dialects, to do accents, to do whatever. Especially on, I mean, with, with other words, that's not a problem. I don't care about whether I, I mean, with best, best example for me is Picard and Troy. Mm. They're British, so what? I don't care. Right. Right. It's a, it's an American show, but they're British. So what? Wait, wait. Picard is French. No. Okay. <laughs> Come on. Okay. okay. Yeah. Sir Patrick but- Stewart. <laughs> no French. Picard Frenchies. in the show is French. His, he, he, his, yeah. his family comes from France. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, and... Troy comes from Peter's end. Yeah, okay. Right. Anyway. Right. <laughs> so, so yeah, but 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 I think you get my point. It's yes. it's it's something where if you if you have anything else, mm-hmm. it's totally okay. Right. If you pronounce a name different, you pronounce it wrong. Because one is my name, the other is not. Huh? Exactly. So, yeah. so that's that's something where where uh, like 
Siri wants to say your name in a totally wrong way, but we won't go Yeah. <laughs> it, yeah, exactly. So... No, Siri, we are not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so that's that's something where where I'm just I'm I'm lenient in quite a few ways, but 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 there is a a line to be drawn somewhere. Exactly. So yeah, so I am looking forward to November the 9th. As it stands at the moment, we can pre-order the book now. Mm. Apparently, I could not, at least on, on, on my German Amazon, I couldn't yet, uh, as of a couple of days ago. Uh, when, I, when I clicked on the link in, uh, in, on some forum, I can't remember where it was, it took me to a... Uh, 404 page? No, not oh. no, no, not that. Uh, to an Amazon page where they still had had to f fill in the details. Mm. Right. It was more like a like a work in progress page for the product, mm. if there is such a thing. But it, it looked that way. It was like more like a generic uh, placeholder information with a book. November 9th, and then some obscure other information that definitely wasn't relating to Blizzard or Christy Golden or the title or Paddy or nothing of that. Just some obscure other things that would be called names. Right. So, or uh, names or words for that matter. So, yeah. Um, and the last thing uh, I would mention about that is that uh, when I look at November 9th, that's pretty close to the time when we normally have BlizzCon. Oh, right. It is. So, and I looked at the calendar. November 9th is a Tuesday. Let me just check it again. It's a Tuesday, as as so often. I think I've booked uh, that week off. It's what? I think I've booked that week off. <laughs> um, normally, again, I, I, I'll continue to say this. Normally, would we have BlizzCon on the weekend of, um, of Halloween. Right. This year, this year, Halloween is on the Sunday. So that would mean that people that are attending BlizzCon in person, if that were supposed, if that were a thing, Possibly. which I still highly doubt, mm -hmm. very highly, um, would have to rush home on the Sunday if they wanted to spend Halloween with their people, uh, with their friends and family and whatnot. Right. Right. Not unheard of, quite common, but uh, it would uh, make that more urgent, uh, the departure for people that uh, have, have families and want to spend 
next I'm, year at BlizzCon, if there is a BlizzCon, I will be retired. Ooh. Ooh. <laughs> Ooh. I know. Yeah. Yeah, so, uh, yeah. And to, to finish the thought, mm-hmm. um, as I said, normally Blizzard uh, does their event, a.k.a. BlizzCon, on the um, Halloween week, but... Since it's November 9, that's two weeks out, almost, a week and a a half. half. So if that's the release date, are they doing a pre-release thing at BlizzCon with running the risk of it being leaked, uh, discussed, whatever, is it going to be pre-released officially at BlizzCon as a media event and then people have to wait a week and a half to buy it properly? There's so many options there, so many ways that you can look at it. So many possibilities. So many possibilities. And you could get... um, You could get... um, Christy, finally, uh, they would, like, crash her booth, <laughs> her signing booth, because everyone wants that book uh, signed uh, by her. It's in the Blizzard store, you mean an awful lineup by the store, and then the next day, a worse lineup at her booth. <laughs> oh, she, she usually has both days. She has two... To um, two sets of of of, uh, of signature times uh, throughout the day because they they moved them they moved the booth to somewhere else now yeah. after after they uh, rearranged it all after they got the new building added so they moved the. Uh, Dark Moon Fair that originally was on the third floor of the main building over to a separate building completely separate from everything else oh, nice. and that's where all the yeah it was like 2017 2018 2018 and 2019 were the no yes 2018 and 2019 were the years where they had at the Dark Moon Fair up there. And that's where they have one stage and the entire Dark Moon Fair like split off. So people that want to like buy all the merch can do that separated from people that just want to look and talk to people and whatnot. I find that a good idea, a really good idea. Mm. On the other hand, it takes away from the inclusivity of the Dark Moon Fair. You have to like run across a, 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 a bridge or whatnot. So it's it's it has its 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 ups and downs, its its advantages and disadvantages. Um yeah. 
But again, as I said, you can have the book signed then if this is all how, if, if what I envision happens. Uh, and then obviously, if Patty were to show up, you can have her sign the book too, which I'm totally going to do, obviously. Yeah. <laughs> so. You got uh, the inside connection there. Right. Yeah, well. Mm. <laughs> um, yeah, so we are going to uh, to see. I mean, if it's not going to happen, I'm just going to 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 send the book and then have Patty sign it. That's not a problem. Yeah. <clears throat> I hope that that's okay. Patty, if you're listening, you'll get a book in the mail. November 10th. <laughs> we all know Blizzard listens to the show because there'll be changes according to our predictions. <laughs> oh, well. Um, yeah, so, and then uh, one more thing, in-game news. I'm not going to go through all the 9.1 PTR stuff uh, at the moment because it's still a big mess because we, we, there's so many things going on there. One thing that apparently uh, is going to happen, and I'm highlighting this because we've talked about the topic generally quite a bit, is pet battles. They're going to make a significant change to pet battles. Oh, wow. Not to the battles themselves technically but they're going to remove the pet limits so no more pet limit amount limit now originally you had a thousand then you had to go to 1500 and then to 2000 as a maximum limit that you could hold in your pet journal yeah that's being dropped as of 9.1. No more limit, maximum pet limit. The only quote-unquote limits that remain are the single pet uh, limits. You right. can only have three. three of a kind or one of a kind if it's a unique pet. Right. That's still in effect, but the overall number of pets will not be limited anymore. I looked at the Zufu website this week. They mm -hmm. did a breakdown of my collection, and uh, mm -hmm. turns out I have 663 <laughs> unique pets at max level. <laughs> but the number of my max level pets is actually over 1,200 because I have duplicates. Mm -hmm. I have duplicate low bling. I have duplicate bring strong knockoff. Yeah, but they don't count them. But they don't count them. But nope. they're still in my collection. Yep. It's because um, I was going into Wailing Caverns, and the Terracot Atchling is used for like four or five fights. Mm -hmm. So I've collected more of them, and I started leveling them to 25 as well to have a yep. spare, just in case RNG happens. Mm -hmm. Sure. Yeah. Yeah, and that's that's it for now. Nice. Good. All right. And what
what's going on this week? Not much. It's a very slow week. Uh, right? World Quest events. Yeah, World Quest events. Did we talk about those already? It's we like talked about double, double rep for the quest that you turn in. Yeah, and then next Wednesday is guard day. All right. I've had a fantastic weekend. Wow. It's Thank uh, God. very comforting. <laughs> Those battlegrounds where you're not necessarily putting out more damage, but you feel like you're contributing more by pushing all the buttons all at once. <laughs> bad boy, bad boy. What you gonna do? What you gonna do when they come for you? Contracts, how's your week in WoW been? Uh, my week in WoW has been a little bit crazy. I uh, was uh, somewhat tired during the week, and I was afraid of, um, like, burning up because I, I spent too much time uh, the week before getting anima mm. for my world quests. Mm. So I kind of backed off a little bit of WoW, and I, um, I, I tried to be more conservative in how many hours I was spending and um, the quality of the stuff that I was doing. Uh, somehow I managed to uh, level another uh, character to max. Oh, so nice. now my uh, gnome death knight has reached max level as of this morning. Congratulations. Mm, yeah. So I'm fairly happy about that. I, um, uh, I was trying to wait for my friend to come back to the game so we could level together, so we could hit max together. And I was like, ah, screw it. It's a tank. All I have to do is queue for dungeons and it'll level itself. And I was funneling gear from different um, different places to max out my, um, my eye level. And... By maxing out, I, I, I mean to be able to go into heroics. Mm. Because once once you hit max level, it's always a principle of, I want to do LFR, I want to do dungeons, I want to do different things that gather anima or uh, allow me to see content or try new things or tank a dungeon to get a mount. <laughs> hint, hint. <laughs> and I saw that mount in a dungeon and I thought, oh crap, this guy's just going to pull everything. And he did. Mm. This one hunter joined the dungeon I was in and he would pull the whole dungeon to me. And uh, like, I like, I, I had three wipes and people tried to kick him, but he had another uh, person in the group. So we, we could not kick him. He, the guy's just very, very skilled. And I, we like, we just have to deal with his uh, trolling, so to speak, because when you're doing Halls of Atonement and you're doing dealing with 10-plus uh, pulls, you have to be quick on the trigger, you have to be good on your cooldowns, and you have to be um, mindful of your healer, trying not to let the healer die. Is that, uh, that's usually not a good thing. No, it's not. Um, <laughs> I had the crit versatility build on the um, DK because uh, crit is good to maintain aggro and versatility makes you more survivable for uh, healing. So I, I did uh, I did that. I got him to I got her to uh, 138 eye level weapon by doing the uh, aiding the uh, covenants. So 
the 138 eye level weapon's pretty good for damage, and eventually it doesn't go past that. Um, so I got my secondary weapon for my off spec, which is frost. Uh, it's sort of cost effective to do world quests because the um, the world quests give more experience than a dungeon. So if you have time to do world quests, especially this week, it was great. Um, I didn't have a lot of uh, problems in there. Occasionally, I would pull an elite and die. But uh, there's a couple of elites that I pulled that I was able to bring down by myself. So I was fairly happy about that. I got a healing trinket off um, one of the rares right before going into the dungeon where I think max level. Ooh, congrats. Uh, there was nothing craftable after level 57. So between 57 and 60, you have to either do world quests or you have to get drops from the dungeons. Otherwise, your gear doesn't scale correctly when you go to the dungeons and you become more and more uh, fragile to whatever's uh, bashing your face in. So you need some luck on world quests and uh, trinkets and rings are very important to get um, as soon as you're able to because those um, those are not easy slots to fill and usually when you get a good trinket or good ring, you hang on to it for a long time. Um, I had to equip myself with some patience for the pet battle dungeons because Wailing Critter and Dead Mines, it's like it's a long process to get all the pets out of there. I got a new pet out of uh, the damp supplies from Wailing Critters, a uh, flying serpent thing. I don't know what it's called. So it's uh, the pets were 15K. It's, it's, it's fine. It comes, it comes out of the, the bag of supplies. It's white. So it's good to have a spare uh, battle stone to upgrade it to blue. And uh, I haven't leveled it to max yet because I don't think I need that pet for anything just yet. Right. Um, I'm taking I'm taking my time with court of with the court of embers because that is a long, 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 boring grind. <laughs> <laughs> like there's like. If you look at the achievements for the Court of Embers, there's some 40 to 60 different things you can get for the court. It is insanely detailed. Um, every week I find something new for the court, a new dish or a new entertainment or a new person who wants to come or a new quest, side quest, side, side, side quest, quest that forces you to go to every all the four zones. And if you try and do it all at once, it, it, like it, it just becomes very overwhelming. So you have to, um, you have to pace yourself when you do Court of Embers. Um, my next building upgrade is 5,000 Anima. I'm trying not to burn out on that. I'm currently at 2,000 Anima. I was going to do all the LFRs to try and get another thousand anima, but I think I'm just going to stop, stop this week and just like make it easy and just do world quests because uh, the rep, I got three, um, three bonus caches. I got a uh, Amber 
Amber Night Night Fay uh, mount. I got a Kyrian uh, pet. Uh, I forget what it's called, um, but it's a it's a Larian thing. It's a, like a little uh, doggy thing. And I got something else. I was going to go and try and do uh, Dead Blanche Resurrected. There's mm-hmm. a quest you can do in Revendreth where you stop Blanche in her tracks and you do seven dailies with her. But I think I'm going to wait till I go on vacation for that because it's a one to two hour spawn window. Mm-hmm. And if you miss her, she despawns in five minutes. You can't catch her. So. Oh. I was standing there fishing, and she ran past me. I could I could catch her. I was like so frustrated because I like <laughs> I waited like an hour for this thing to spawn, and now I have to wait another two hours because I didn't sidestep quick enough. Because when you run, when you run, you can't outrun her. She she moves at fast riding speed, and if you're riding on the mountain behind her, you can't catch her either. So when she spawns, you really have to be directly ahead of her, the sidestep to the left or to the right to stop her. And as soon as she runs into a player, she stops. And then she interacts with one player. Mm. So if you're the if you're the person there who's nobody else is there that day, then you can get your, your quest done, your daily done. But if the other guy is there and he does his quest first. You get nothing because she despawns, or I, I, I don't understand how that works. But basically, my comprehension of that mount is it's seven days of dailies that you have to wait one or two hours there. And it, apparently, all the stuff to gather it takes about 40 minutes to gather everything. I gathered horseshoes and Revendreth, um, and those were like super easy to get. Because they respawn every couple of minutes, so I, it took me no time to gather their four horseshoes. But that's not until day three or day four. First, you have to get a comb. You have to get eight bushels of oats. <laughs> I got the eight bushels of oats, but basically, it takes up a slot in my bag until I have time to do it. And I, I, I don't plan on doing it right away. Um, while I was running dungeons, I got a lot of wife aggro. There's a dungeon group I had to abandon mid-dungeon. Oh, no. And uh, like I, f- I feel I apologize profusely to everybody in there. No tank wants to leave a man behind enemy lines. But, you know, it's like real life got in the way, and I, I, didn't, want, I didn't want things to escalate where I live. So right. I, It happens. You know, it happens. The lesser evil is to take the debuff for dungeon deserter. So, you know, it's fine. Um, I was leveling my shaman. I upgraded four slots to the Draenor gear. Um, Three of the slots you get from the crafted gear. Seven or nine of the slots you get from the BOA gear. And then the gloves you get from the garrison because the two first two missions you get in the garrison, one of them is a mission to, for gloves. So you send uh, Burma, uh, the, whatever the leather workers, uh, her name is, and she brings you back a level of eye level, a pair of eye level 50 gloves. So my uh, 
what my leather gear, my male gear, I upgraded to with a relic of uh, the past four to level 41, equipable at 41, eye level 48 gear. So it's slightly better than the eye level, um, eye level 44 gear that you can craft in Warlords of Drenal. But I don't know if you can upgrade it with the um, the Savage Bloods. I'm not interested in upgrading it. I'm going to outlevel that zone so fast that I'm going to end up in Legion pretty quickly, I think. Because I'm doing pet battle on the Shaman. And every day I go do two pet battles, which are worth 10,000 XP. Then um, I usually end up leveling that pet from level 16 to 20 doing a couple pet battles around the, um, the Frostfire Ridge because the, uh, the pets in that area have really crappy attacks. Mm. So it's like there's only a couple pets that have poison attack and everything else is just completely useless. So I have uh, Dark Moon Tonk and a cat from um, Silver Moon City. There's cats in there. So I, I caught a cat with a SS breed or something or a speed balance breed. And it basically heals itself when it does uh, my second attack. And then it eats up the critter, and then it heals itself back to full. So I have two Dark Moon Tonks that I alternate. And then I usually have the um, the uh, Menagerie upgraded to level three, so my cooldown's down to four minutes. So uh, my Shaman's upgrading itself quite quickly he's now level 42 or 43 mm. so every week i get a level or two and uh, i don't i don't have any big plans i don't have any overall overarching strategy i just sit down on the computer and i try to find a little bit of content that i can do the limited amount of time that i have to play and then i try to complete my goal when I sit down on the computer and quit on the positive. Because if you can quit on a positive, then I, I don't know. I feel like the experience is uh, uh, fulfilling. Right. And like w next time I sit down on the computer, I remember having a good time the previous day and I did all my cooldowns for my profession. I did my mm. dailies. I did my dungeons. I uh, went to LFR if I had time. If I didn't have time, no big deal. Our crowd is going to be just fine without me. <laughs> you know, they'll find another DPS. Mm. If I can tank a dungeon or two and get a Satchel Corporation, that's 900 gold plus three runes of Augment, which are worth 3k on the auction house. So that's a lot faster than doing your dailies for calling, and it's worth twice as much gold. So, I, like, you have to balance real life to how much time you have to do stuff. Uh, if I can get together with a friend to do some content, it's always more rewarding than doing everything by myself because then you can share, you split the booty, <laughs> share the rewards. And uh, it's a win -win I'm, I'm happy to craft. Right? It's a win-win situation. Yeah, I'm always happy to share um, the profits from my crafting 
with my friends because I it makes me feel like I I'm being generous with with my time, which I think the most precious thing to me over the years has become my time. Mm. Before it used to be how much money or how much gold I had. Uh, that's no longer the case. I like um, now it's like gold has become very, very um, limited value compared to how much how much I can achieve with somebody. Like running a dungeon with some, with somebody that I've never seen before. Having to tank, like today I had to tank, um, what's that place? The, uh, the, not the Halls of Atonement, the, um, oh gosh, I have to look it up. Sinful? Sinful, what's it called? Yeah, I don't know. There's a, there's a place where you go underground to rescue a prisoner. Mm. And it was so, so much. I'd never seen it before. I had no idea where we were going. Mm. And nobody else in the group knew either. So I, <laughs> I had to tank this thing blind with nobody doing pointers. We didn't wipe. Everybody was a good sport. Uh, we had two shaman who did amazing damage. And we just kept going uh, best direction that we could guess and the dungeon was straightforward because it tells you which order to do the bosses in so you look on the map where's the next boss where's the next boss where's the next boss it kind of writes itself it's a story with an ending and uh at the end i got my 171 heroic trinket first day first day being 60 i'm already getting heroic gear so i was immensely happy because that's uh that's uh you know after that i, qu- I quit playing my dk I, th- I said i don't want to ruin the the winning streak with like a bad experience in the next dungeon or whatnot or is like some something that that doesn't go right so i started playing my uh rogue and demon hunter because i i want to uh vary the experience with other things that I like to do. And was, it sang- was it Sanguine Depth? Sanguine Depth, that's it. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, I uh, I didn't know what it's called. It, it was a, a very, very well laid out dungeon. I, uh, I was, Congratulations to whoever thought that one up. Uh, they did their homework and they, they planned it out for the most enjoyable experience possible. Um, Maybe it's not as much fun if you wipe, but um, we had like like the end fight was basically a gauntlet thing where you just keep pulling stuff, and everybody put on their game their a game, and we we persevered all the way to the boss, and we got to the boss. I think just before the healer was going to run out of mana. So like it was, it was very, very uh, well put together. I, uh, I haven't had this much fun tanking a dungeon, I think in probably two or three years. It was so, so well, um, well laid out. Like I, 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 I clap my hands when I see blizzard putting stuff in the game and like I have 1600 pets. So I was worried about the limit of pets at some point that I was going to hit it 
And, you know, Granigas, he looked it up. and was like, you're going to remove that. Okay. <laughs> I could keep gathering pets and uh, buying and selling pets. Um, I made 200K on the auction house this week. I was trying really hard. I just keep listing the stuff. And if anybody needs anything from my wares, just take it. You know, I, I'm not, I have too much stuff. I'm glad oh, to part with it. Oh, you're preaching to the choir, yes. It's easy to get too much stuff. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm, I'm so glad. I, like, um, I think the, the, the icing on the cake for me is going to be for to get my uh, COVID vaccine because then I'm, I'm going to be a whole lot lost, a whole lot less worried about the virus because the, right now I'm just a little scared when I go to work when somebody sneezes. I just want to <laughs> jump backwards. I don't care if you have allergies, man. Just keep your distance. (laughs) And uh, that's pretty much been my week. And um, why would those people not wear masks in the first place? No, they have a mask. They sneeze through the mask. There's very low chance of uh, spreading, but they. It it still makes you nervous. I still cringe. I still cringe because you could you could still spread it. Anyways, so that's been my week. Yes, and I, I'm drinking too much coffee. Too much coffee this week. No such thing. <laughs> All right. Oh, excellent. Oh, how you doing? I get excited. I get giddy. I love making mini alts. My dog is trying to poop for the horn. Aprilian, how are those uh, awesome wings of yours in WOW? I see them on the back of your picture there. <laughs> my, uh, yeah, my wings are cool. That's on Aprilian. Yeah. Um, I've been doing my, doing my usual thing, um, archaeology, pet battling. Um, I did go to Bastion. Um, for a little oh, bit yeah. today, I'm gonna. It turns out that I'm gonna need to go there because um, Aprilian can't do tailoring until she does some quests there. So right. that's my goal for next week. Um, but this week, I did one thing that I was very pleased with. I went to the auction house. Um, one oh, of the yeah. things that's happening with being doing archaeology is that you end up. Uh, farming, you end up doing low-level herbing because you're in areas that are lower. And you pick up a lot of stuff um, that may or may not be good for other characters on on a low level, but not for you. So I went to the auction house and just, um, I'm using um, Auctionator. And I just yeah. put a bunch of stuff on the on the auction house, and I sold some stuff. I made over a thousand gold just doing random stuff from herbs and some, you know, some outfits uh, that's good for transmorging, transmorgifying. Yeah. And yeah. Um, I've also been doing some pet battling. One of the things I have a quest in my quest log for um, pet battling. Battle uh, that says defeat 
10 players defeated in pet battle. Have you? Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, yeah, I've had that quest before, but I've never, I've never beaten 10. Well, I wanted to see what it was like. And so I battled one of my tunes, April and Aprilian battled. It takes a long time. It's not, it's even longer than when you battle a trainer, you know. Um, yeah. And you're battling level 25 uh, pets. Uh, the only thing that's nice is it doesn't take um, any damage. So, so that's kind of nice. You know, you don't have to worry about, um, you know, healing your pet afterwards. But... Right. Unfortunately, when I did it, it was kind of silly because um, uh, April didn't have the quest, so and she ended up winning. <laughs> so I'm oh, going to no. go back to Ogremar and give get the quest for April. And right. maybe the two of us will try again, I don't know, just to finish that. But I can imagine it would be fun if I was playing with someone actual, like a friend or something, and we were trying to figure out how to beat each other. Um, April... I, I think I think the most pet battles I've won against another player in a row is like two or three. Mm. It's and, really hard when you do... You can puke for random players. Oh, okay. Right, right. Maybe that's what I should try to do, is queue for random people. When, I, when I'm just out here... Um, doing archaeology and stuff. I, what else have I, that's about it. I've been auction house, archaeology, pet battling. Um, I brought in one of my other tunes, um, Astara, and she's out in um, Northrend, and she's doing good, playing, uh, fighting those big spiders and stuff. And, uh, I guess that's about what I'm doing. I got all my acclaimed bananas and Daisy. And uh, I'm looking forward to next week doing some more uh, pet battling. And, oh, and leveling up, tailoring. Because Aprilian has an awful lot of silk weave and stuff. So Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so I'm hoping she'll get to to battle that, to, to level that. <laughs> I find it very, very easy to be true. I'm am a schönsten forest of the house. And I'm so smished in the Belgian house. And in the Vena Sufta is my look. There can be a big suit. And now it's time for Add-on Spotlight. And a whole bunch of other things with Grand Nagus. Grand Nagus, what do you have for us this week? Well, it's not that much going on. I've basically been been uh, playing the uh, my my hunter on on classic. She reached forty, so she's now able to wear. Since in classic you have to upgrade your your uh, armor type on certain classes, 
among others, on the hunter, uh, where you initially from 1 to 40 or 1 to 39, you can only wear up until including leather. And at 40, you get the ability to unlock the ability to wear male gear. So that is what... Do you I get do. the uh, 5% bonus agility on nope. your whole nope. mail, or is that... Nope. That's sometime else. later, and that's not in classic. Okay. Not in classic. And that would take effect at 50 so there's that right. 10 level gap where you basically gather your first initial set of higher than initial uh, armor type gear, like the shaman upgrades to male as well, the warrior upgrades and the, the paladin, they upgrade to plate. So... That 40 to 50 bracket is when you, on those four classes, basically collect your your first initial upgraded armor um, to then, I can't remember if it's BC or if it's Lich King, where you then get the 5% uh, Bonus to your primary stat. Um, so yeah, um, yeah. Along with that, I think I talked about this last week. She got to equip her new quiver that I had a guild, a guild member make uh, that upgraded or uh, increased the ranged attack power bonus or the range attack power from 12 to 13 percent um, and then you get um, and the quiver that I got there's quite a quick draw quiver uh, that also in, is a, a larger quiver with 16 versus 14 slots, I think, or something like that. Like four, it might be like from 12 to 14, something like two, two or four additional slots. I can't remember exactly. Um, yeah, so uh, so you can carry more. More arrows. And then uh, the last upgrade you get at 40 is your ability to use better arrows. Um, the ones that you get at 25 are plus 7.5 DPS. And the ones that unlock at um, 40 or th plus 13 DPS, so almost double the amount of DPS bonus, or not, yeah, they do extra. Uh, I had to switch to a crossbow, 
normally I would I would use I would only use both, but in this instance, in this case, I had to go with a crossbow that I looted from a boss, I think, because it was um, it did almost double the amount of DPS that right. I had. Uh, that's the bow that I had equipped until then. So I thought this is too good to pass up right. on. Yeah. And, and and still, any other weapon, regardless of it being a bow, crossbow, or, or gun, is still far... Um, this, this crossbow is far superior uh, by at least seven... DPS points. Right. Usually 10, 10 DPS points and upwards. So it's really, really good. And uh, the good thing is that, and I mentioned this last week as well, uh, you use, uh, in WoW, you don't use bolts. There is no such thing as bolts. You only use um arrows so I didn't have to change my ammunition. Right. So I'm I'm really happy with that. Um I think the next better weapon uh, again a bow that I get will come from I think Marodon. But I can't remember I'm like yeah I'm, it's not a dungeon I look forward to going into. Yeah, I have a. And in classic, it's got those three entrances that uh, if you get lost and it's hopeless to find your way back. It's basically the same layout. You just need to know where you go in. Yeah. Um, the thing with Maradon is that I have a long-standing love-hate relationship with the final boss, with the princess. Um, yeah, it's a good thing that uh, her mother isn't in the game yet. Um, so, yeah, we... It, it, it's just, I... I don't I don't like that dungeon at all. Mm-hmm. Not at all. I I went into um I went into what was it? Um Ulaman the other night. Oh yeah. And uh as as a skinner, let me tell you it's like Almost as bad as as um, as Boiling Caverns, or or the retail version of uh, the Sunken Temple. There's like so much stuff to skin, and that one. Um, it, it it's not that it's all over, but it's so. There are these areas where where all the the scorpions are all the scorpions are right. there are like 10 12 of them and uh, 
don't tank and feel that don't stop. Right? And then you have like uh, basically the only reason why the why we didn't continue was that the Kilo helped skin. We had like three people skinning, so we could oh, yeah. like get good get going again. That's how much how much skins. Uh, how much skinning there was to do. So, yeah. And then you had the bats as well. And right. It, it's like it, absolutely insane, that place with, with certain points, certain locations in that in that dungeons where you have uh, that much stuff to skin. And uh, the fact being that each skin... Skinning action takes five seconds rather than 1.5, I think, in retail. It takes so much right. longer. Right. So any action that you have, like an interaction, any form of interaction in retail takes five seconds. So it's it's really, really long. and it's, yeah, It stretches out the experience and the whole process of running through the dungeon. Um, I quickly wanted to mention something at the end, since this is basically the end of my week, other than the fact that I earlier this week got a, an email from Blizzard. Oh, yeah. And they invited me to the Berlin Crusade Blizzard, uh, Berlin Crusade Beta. Oh, nice. Oh, yeah. Congrats. So... Um, so I don't intend to play it that much other than I want to and and uh, check out those small things, those little things that that are like um, quality of life changes mm. or whatnot in the game that up when when you upgrade from um, from classic, Vanilla to TBC Classic. And um, the first thing I noticed right off the bat when I uh, logged in and went to fly over to um, Shadow Moon Village to check the the flight trainer Mm -hmm. was that BC, TBC is the expansion where they introduce the uh, wing icon for the flight master. Oh, yeah. You have that, that little icon that symbolizes a flight path. Yeah. And when you mouse over a flight master in retail, you see that same icon symbolizing this is the flight master you're inter- about to interact with. In classic, in vanilla classic, that's not the case. You only have a normal mouse cursor. So you have to look at the name of the guy and his or her title to know that this this is the flight master. So BC is the, TBC is the expansion where we get that little flight point 
icon added to the, the flag master, which I think uh, was a, a, a good thing um, that they that they did that. Um, another thing for people that are interested, and I talked about this last week as well, about the fact that prices shift with regards to, I think I talked about this, with regards to flying and riding. Uh, from vanilla classic to BC classic. So with my Hunter hitting 40, she got her first level of riding as well mm. in, in vanilla, 40, 60. Um, and I went and bought her riding skill, but I didn't get her amount yet. Uh, because the mount costs 70 currently at the current um, rep uh, discount rate, the mount costs 72 gold, which I have, but I'm you still, just you have saying. You to be careful with your money, right? Yeah, yeah. Because all all the spells are so expensive, like a normal right. spell now costs almost costs two gold. So, um, and I have to pay my my abilities, and I have to pay some of the ones for my for my pet as well. Right. So, and then. Uh, and then some, uh, a, after I mentioned that, uh, one of my guildmates asked me if I could check up on the, on the costs. So as I just mentioned, in vanilla classic, the mount costs at my rep. A discount 72 gold. Um, 80 gold without any rep discount. In And it's level 30. In BC, you get your first riding skill at 30, which totally, I totally forgot. Um, so, uh, can you ride epic or no? What can you ride epic mounts or no at 30? No, of course not. No, no, that's 60. Okay, that's 60. No, no, it's always, always you, you can't ride, uh, you, you never could do that with, with, uh, with retail either. You never had the opportunity to learn epic mounts uh, when they still were separated, uh, only when they homogenized them to mounts, when they took away the distinction between epic mounts and normal mounts. Right, right. That's when it didn't matter. Because well, they, they... 
the regular ponies for Alliance were nine gold, and then the the epic ones were ninety gold if you had the the um, the reputation. Yeah, yeah. So the thing is, you have to see the two um, the two mechanics that they had. You had the initial um, mechanic that we have in in um, in vanilla and in Burning Crusade, where your your riding skill and flying skill was one thing, and the mount that you had regardless of flying or land mount was a different thing, but they interacted. So you could, with with the basic uh, 60% skill, riding skill, you could only ride the ones that required a certain, that certain uh, minimum skill. You couldn't ride the the epic mounts. Then you had the epic riding skill, the hundred percent, and according to that, uh, uh, or uh, uh, that coincided with uh, available mounts that required, uh, or where you could ride them at a hundred and everything below that obviously but then eventually I can't remember when they said we're going to uncouple uh, un- decouple that where we can basic we are going to let you um, ride any mount you want right but we are going to just have the fast mount slow down to the speed that you as a character know. Okay. So if you only, it's the same thing now. If you go and buy, which you can, buy a formally classified as epic mount, the more expensive of the two. You can only ride it slowly if you only know the slow speed. Even though you can ride it and it's technically, originally it was an epic mount. They removed that initial uh, speed requirement and basically slowed it down for the people that only knew the the uh, the normal speed, um, so so that's that's the big change that they made. I can't remember when they did. I think they made it sometime in Cataclysm when they had to uh, deal with all the people flying everywhere. And they just said that we are, there are so many people that have the flying mounts from God knows where, 
we are going to homogenize that now. I think that's when it happened. Don't quote me on it. it um, I, I think that's when it was. So, um, yeah, so basically I paid, as I said, um, for, for the, um, for what I did, the, the 60%, I paid 18, I think said, did I say 18, um, gold, and, uh, now, with level 30, instead of level 40 that, it's, that it is in vanilla, so you get it 10 levels earlier, the same spell, but you have to pay 35 gold instead of 20 without rep bonus. So you get it earlier, it's more expensive. That means if you don't know your, your if you have a character that uh, is close to level 30 or somewhere between 30 and 40 um, and you want that character to save some money, get it to 40, buy it for cheaper now before the expansion, before TBC Classic hits, and you'll save around 15, between, around 15 gold. Um, and then, um, you'll have the mount that you buy, as I said earlier, uh, and contracts hinted at, at the prices as well with the 72 or 80 without rep bonus uh, that the mount cost in uh, vanilla, uh, that price plummets down to 10 gold. So they make the riding skill more expensive, but the acquisition of mounts way, way cheaper. Um, so, I'm okay with that overall because um, um, well, um, it, it, it's something where if you want more, more different mounts, it's cheaper. If you only want one mount, then yeah, it's still it's it's still okay since the difference that you save on a mount is still more than the. Uh, amount you have to pay more for your for your writing skill. So what I would suggest, what I am doing effectively is getting as many characters as I can to level 40 by the writing skill mm -hmm. and then wait until 
TBC drops to then buy the mount. Or the mounts multiple. One for each. So if you really if you really don't don't have much gold for whatever reason, if you want to save for the big ones, since it's still with the uh, the riding skill that costs 200, I think it is now, uh, in, in, in Vanilla Classic, costs around 600. The, the, the uh, epic riding, the fast riding. So that goes up as well. And uh, um, then obviously the, the mount cost goes down to on that level. I can't remember how far down it goes, but it's roughly the same. Let me just see. I have I posted it somewhere. Let me just quickly see if I can access the screenshots that I took from from that there we go so yeah as I said the normal mounts cost cost uh, 10 gold and the one that cost 800 previously since they all end up to being 100 or 1,000 without any discounts. The two sets of, of, of mount plus training or training plus mount, one was um, 100 and the other one was 1,000. Um, the mount that was... Or was was uh, eight hundred is now one hundred. So that's again ten percent of what it was previously. Uh, no. Well, anyway, like way 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 cheaper. So so that's something that I that I really, really like. If I look at the, at the uh, cost, the 60, um, the, the riding 75 is the second skill, uh, it's, no, it's the first skill where you, you always need the, the, the first um, skill to learn the second and that's if you look at the mounts in the tooltip it says it requires a certain writing skill and uh, that's what they what they removed as I said earlier when they homogenized it all okay so then the only difference I want to mention real quick before I've listed the rest of the prices that they that we have um, in the show notes. The only other thing that I want to quickly mention 
is the fact that if you are a Druid, you don't have to wait to level for level 70 to get your flight skill. Because you don't get your flight skill from a vendor. You get it from a quest. It's like a flight form quest, like, to, like all the other uh, animal forms you get. And that becomes available at 68, so two levels earlier. I'm not sure about how you, uh, you get it, I'm, I'm not sure about the price, if there is any at all, which I would assume there is. I'm just, I'm just saying I don't know about the acquisition uh, specifically. Um, I just know that, that uh, the Druids have a different way of acquiring their flight form and uh, the price I'll maybe get to that in the coming weeks once I research it. Um, since the problem with researching it is the fact that um, I can't recreate a Druid's acquisition of a flight form if I remember, if I uh, uh, if that's how it is, I think. I mean, it would be good if they had not done it, but I believe I remember that they've always had all the quests done for the Druid forms uh, over the different early betas. I'm going to check it out eventually and then report back okay. since since if they are only giving a pre-made druid the expert riding which is the level 70 flight form the initial flight form then I'm okay with that because that still leaves me the ability to go to the druid trainer and learn the flight form if they only give me the flight skill, which are two different things, obviously. Right. So, at least I hope so. So, uh, I'm, again, I'm going to research that. Might not be next week, but like in the next um, whatever period, period of time I'm going to see uh, I'm usually go into the uh, beta once a week or whatnot or whenever there's a new uh, batch of, of stuff being tested or being when they highlight something new I'll, I'll check on something as I said I'm not going to do the big thing just the small things so yeah if any one of you that's not in the beta has any questions, you're more than welcome to send an email to ask for or request that I check up on something. 
I'll gladly do that if I can recreate something or look for something. I'll be more than happy to do so if it doesn't involve too much playthrough or whatnot, since that's, again, definitely something I won't do. And that's been my week. Awesome. Awesome week. And now's the time I get to play this. Darkness. Oh, yeah. We are the mighty clan of darkness. Of darkness. We are the mighty clan of darkness fighting for Bunny's rights. Oh, Bunny. We shall never slay them, and if we do, we'll never tell. We gotta have the f- 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 faith that Rishna will guide the way. Trust Rishna. He says not to slay the bunnies, but most of us still do. <gasps> we are the mighty clan of darkness. We are the mighty clan of darkness. We are the mighty clan of darkness fighting for bunnies' rights. C-O-D. The mighty clan of darkness. Clan of darkness. Fighting for Bunny's rights. Clan of darkness. We are the mighty clan of darkness. Clan of darkness. Uh. Yeah. COD, y'all. On the W-O-W. For bunnies, right? For the whole. For the bunnies. For the critters. For the Java. For the old Java. <laughs> uh, they can't bounce up in here. How are the clans of darknesses and control all while on Nevercoat and Mermrestacor doing this week? Well, it looks like we have a new max level at level 60 this week. We have Melandrea. Congratulations. Congratulations. At level 50, we have Cortana. That's my uh, alchemist. Oh, nice. Uh, leveling up with alchemy and uh, archaeology and whatnot. And we have just getting his flying, the big score, my goblin uh, blacksmith, which uh, thing 30 a few minutes ago. Oh, congrats. Let's give a shout out to Kyle, wherever you are. Um, We look forward to hearing from you when you get a chance, but we understand you have a lot on your plate. Oh, yeah, school is, (laughs) I I almost said something that I'm not, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Hopefully we'll hear from him next week. Right. And uh, we will be yeah. recording next Sunday. And yeah. April will be over by then. April flew by, don't you think? Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it went by really nice. But uh, we'll have good weather and uh, yeah. Looking Hopefully, to the, yeah. To the summer. 
Yeah. Anything else anybody wants to add before we sign off? Uh, I don't think there's much. Oh, yeah. Um, 